Hello, everybody. Paul Jancarella here from Speaking to Empower. And I wanted to bring another podcast to you from Marketing Motivations. And most of this Marketing Motivations is due to um, quote material that I have read um, throughout the day. And it's, it's pretty useful stuff if you allow it to be. So I was pondering things on Saturday morning and I was thinking about all my goals and are they in line with the will of God. I happen to be very uh, passionately Catholic and I was thinking about that, and I said, you know something, I I believe they are in line. But then again, you can justify anything to be in line with the the will of God, I guess, you know. But to do the will of God is basically to do your will. But tweak it and perfect it, and done with a passionate heart, um, it'll get you there. And if it doesn't, it may not be the will of God. Uh, that's, that's an important um, note. If I want to earn, you know, $100,000 a month in income, but it's not in line with the will of God, um, chances are there's, there's no way I'm going to get to that goal. And if I align myself and I'm still not getting there, well, that might be a, um, a realization that something else is out of whack, so to speak. So the key is, is to be passionate about what you're doing, as long as it's moral and just. Uh, Sonia Riccati, she is a... Um, Cinderella story, if you will, you know, uh, financially, I don't know if she was bankrupt, but she was down on her luck, uh, well in debt into the hundreds of thousands and depressed and just physically not well. Um, she, you know, was able to due to personal development, get herself out of that hole, so to speak, and, and made a movie, The Unsinkable, and wrote a nice little um, script, Bounce Back Big, in 2022. I can be any year, but I uh, got the complimentary ebook, and I actually had my uh, printer, the guy that does my printing, um, make a nice little spiral-bound uh, book out of it, which was which was nice. And I'm actually reading it now. You know, most people can read it in one or two sittings. Uh, I'm I'm reading it. Um, you know, in several <laughs> sittings, reading a couple pages uh, a night. It's only 36 pages. It's not uh, a big read, but I want to digest what I'm what I'm reading. But she says sometimes we let others 
affect how we feel. And that is so very true. But it's not what others do or say that make us feel the way we do. It's it's our thoughts about what people are saying and doing that are affecting how we feel. You know, how many times, from a minimal standpoint, you're in traffic in a lousy mood, and this person cuts you off, kind of cuts you off, and, and you're irritated from that, and you're just, or they tooted their horn because you were going too slow or whatever have you. You know, that's, that's irritable. But that same thing can happen. The same situation can happen when you're flying high on a, in a good mood and really joyful, peaceful, and it does not phase you in the least. You know, that's kind of what she's saying. But there's a lot of times that we make it out to be the other people, what they say or do. And, and what they say or do is none of our business, even if it's about us. You know, the, the, the point is, them saying or doing should have no effect on how we feel and how we think. Don't let anyone rent space in your head. Let it go. And simply put, shift your thoughts and you will shift how you feel. You know, so we, we need to almost anticipate it. You know, sometimes when I anticipate something, it makes it uh, a little bit easier. I can say, okay, this is going to happen. My kid's going to come down. He's going to drive me nuts. I'm not going to let it get to me. And, you know, majority of the time it works. Uh, but if I'm in the batter's box and I'm anticipating getting beamed, uh, that's generally not a good example of this, of this anticipation. Because sometimes the anticipation hurts worse than the than getting beamed by the ball does. But we need to allow our thoughts to, uh, we need to be able to control our thoughts as opposed to allowing our thoughts to control us. So control our thoughts is, is big. And Sonia has been um, a champion in, in that field. Uh, when you love what you do, you want to get better and better at it. You know, you just don't want to stay mediocre. Matthew Kelly is saying, are we the consumers or are we being consumed? Good observation. And do we own the brands or do the brands own us? And sometimes giving love is easier than receiving love, believe it or not. You know, life's about love. But sometimes we have a hard time receiving that love for whatever reason. Oh, I don't like that person, this person. Yeah, they're just being nice to, to get ahead or whatever it might be. Uh, and that's important to note as well. As right as we are, wise people know the possibility of being wrong. And it's true. 
Do you want more money? Improve your ability to earn by improving yourself. And how about Zig Ziglar? Never judge someone based on the opinion of another. Very true. And uh, Bob Proctor says, Do you know how thoughts become things? They will if you focus and follow through with your thinking. You know, the theme about, you know, this whole marketing motivation podcast is, is really about thoughts and what we do with them and how we harness them and how we harvest them. You know, there are a number of variations. One finds limits by pushing them. That's true. You have to be willing to fight for what you want. Otherwise, you really don't want it. That was a quote by myself, by the way. (laughs) And if you want to be good at something, reading and studying will certainly help. But at some point, you're going to have to do it. You know, you want to be able to ride a bike Reading up on it, studying is excellent. That way you can get the mechanics down and figure out where, what is where. But at some point, you're going to have to physically do it. And that's what it is when it comes to earning a living, establishing a relationship, mending a relationship, uh, fostering a friendship. You know, uh, there's, there's millions of examples. Most Goals are not goals because they come too easy to accomplish. You know, set goals that really challenge you, that are, holy cow, how did I do this? And I wave to passing cars on rural roads. I've mentioned that before. And it's not because I know them necessarily. Some of them I do. Or they wave to me. It's not necessarily the case either. But because I'm, I'm being friendly, you know. And again, I'm not doing it on uh, roads that have, you know, 45-mile-an-hour speed limits. You know, I mean, I'm not. I, I cap it to, like, you know, 25-mile-an-hour per mile-an-hour mile roads. <laughs> you know, slow traffic for the most part. You know, and being a nice, friend, nice, friendly country wave. You know, we live by the shore. It's nice. Uh, And a lot of people go there depressed and come back feeling a little bit better about themselves. And a great conversation starter is a compliment or a pleasant remark, you know, for sure. And never trust a man who beats his dog or his wife, for that matter. Um, Yeah, it's, it's it's not a good thing. And if you want to win, then you must finish before you start. You know, you need to do the race before it begins. And you can learn a lot about life from a dog. Interacting with a friendly dog is fun and easy. 
but try dealing with a dog that's not too happy to see you. That changes the equation big time. Um, and Jim Rohn today says the more you care, the stronger you can be. And my, I say my old CEO, um, I was in the insurance business and, and they were a great company, uh, still are, Ohio Mutual, but Jim Kennedy was the CEO at the time. And he spoke to us, our agents convention, and he basically said, hit the second shot first. And what he was getting at uh, from a golf standpoint was generally speaking, you know, you line up for the, the drive, you, you get all anxious and you whack it and it doesn't go where you want it to. So you have to take another ball, you know, tee it up and you, you, you're not too irritable, but you're bummed out and you really don't care as much and, and you hit it and generally uh, it, it, it fares well. Certainly much better than the first shot. So what he's saying is hit that second shot first and take away all that anxiety and that angst. Provide good news fast and bad news faster. And Jim, you know, hit the nail on the head there. And that's the, that's the, the, the truth. You know, you want to, especially with layoffs or whatever have you, you know, rip off the Band-Aid, get it done, and then, you know, um, have the salvage crew ready to handle anything. Uh, Yogi Berra says, success is 90% mental and the other half is physical. You know, so you got to love Yogi Berra. Um, and some of these quotes from Yogi, some he said, some he didn't say quite that way, but, you know, it's, it's selling papers, selling books and things. Um, Darren Daly today Darren Hardy says, fight against Big Brother, the government, so to speak. And he said, George Orwell got this wrong, you know. And basically, the man who reads nothing at all is better served than the man that reads only newspapers. And that was said by Thomas Jefferson over 200 years ago, you know. And, and that says a lot, you know. The news that we're reading, uh, some of it is informative, but you can get that through osmosis, for crying out loud. You know what I mean? A lot of it you don't need to know. It's more entertainment than anything else. I don't need to know um, that, you know, a, a guy um, driving drunk for the sixth time or had DUIs for that long, you know, killed someone in uh, a town... 300 miles from my house, you know, that just doesn't, you know, plant good seeds uh, to, to nurture on. So, you know, take that into consideration. Uh, we must never be afraid to go too far, for success lies just beyond. And it's, it's, it's so hard, but so true, because we say, all right, we got to pull the cord. It's just not working out. Sometimes you have to go that extra mile. You know, the gold is just 18 inches away, or six feet away, whatever, whatever they mentioned. And what you do if you, what would you do if you knew you could not fail? 
That's a great question. What would you do as far as uh, an occupation? What would you do if you knew you couldn't possibly fail? I thought about that for a while, and I came up with I'd be a professional athlete. Uh, I don't know specifically which one, um, but, you know, football, basketball, baseball, hockey. Uh, I, I'm, I'm leaning toward baseball, you know, no contact, uh, you know, pretty the longevity is probably a little, little longer. Uh, the holidays you have off, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. But if I had to pick number two, um, I probably would pick hockey, which is a contact sport. And I'm really not that big of a guy. You know, I'm under six, I'm 5'11", you know, just under 200 pounds. Um, and I feel weak lately. I'm going to be 50 years old next month. So <laughs> those are my, um, my two. But that's, you know, that's a good one to, to, to ponder on. And arguing with your spouse is a futile activity. Allow me to explain. My wife came home for lunch, and I was upstairs with a dog putting away some clothes that my mother-in-law had laundered. And I like taking the dog up with me because, you know, it gives him a little bit of excitement, and, you know, it gives me company. Um, but she doesn't want him on the bed and she, you know, is afraid of, he's got a, a internal a bacteria called Giarda and it's very contagious, uh, and it's very difficult to get rid of. So she doesn't want to wipe his butt up on the comforter or anything. Not that he's doing that. Uh, and I made the mistake of telling my wife that I got a tick embedded right on my groin well maybe top of my leg it wasn't my groin top of my leg and it um it took a while to get out i was like geez first of all i shouldn't have said that so now when i take her up to take him up there she's yelling and screaming i don't want him on the bed that's how you got your your tick bite which could be the case or may not be the case but instead of arguing, just let it go. Yes, dear. Okay, fine. And then tonight when I want to take him up there to get my gym bag ready, just mention to my wife, I'm going to take the dog upstairs with me. And, and then she'll say no. <laughs> and then, then I have to be obedient. So that's my uh, um, trivial advice for all those married folks. Okay. I plan on seeing you guys, uh, figuratively speaking, um, tomorrow. In the meantime, be well, stay well, and we'll talk to you soon.